Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the butcher of Indiana, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. We get it. When you went to find The Open Bell podcast this summer, you immediately thought, WTF. And we're reminded of how much you need the World Trumpet Federation. So have no fear. We are back and ready to add immeasurable goodness to your life on a weekly basis. No more lonely Tuesdays. No more lack of inspiration as you manage your weekly teaching. And no more withdrawal from the absence of the open bell. So head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com today and get back on the WTF wagon for another season of Trumpet Excellence. And by Joey's Mom. I'm sure that Brian and I are not the only two people who have the unwavering, undying, unparalleled respect for the woman who raised our friend Joey. Come on, you know you yourself have considered what he must have been like as a child, and the one person that truly knows this better than anyone, Joey's mom. So today we salute Dame Judy Hoffman and thank her for her service to the trumpet world by doing such a fine job raising her son Joey. Think of all the orchestras that she has saved, all of the high notes she has made possible, and all of the opinions that have been showered upon all of us as a result of Joey's presence in our lives. And coming out this fall, Dame Judy's new book, How to Raise a Polymath to Play a Double C. Pre-orders available at www.worldtrumpetfederation.com, subject to sales tax in Texas, not available in New Jersey. Thank you, Dame Judy. The trumpet world salutes you. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to assemble and assess information that we believe is absolutely accurate for adventurous trumpet artists. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. And Dan is so excited about his association with us and still to be with us for season three. Woo-hoo, he's come up with three. something, season three, come up with something very special for all of our listeners. That's where I go to www.chopsaver.com and use the promo code Bell. Now we're getting somewhere. 15% off, nice. huh? Now we're getting somewhere. 15%, 15% off for the promo code Bell, B E L L. Yeah, How go buy that? in bulk. Use the code mm-hmm. Bell. Get in That's there. That's the way I get it. Yeah. I'm you guys aren't buying one at a time, are you? No, no way. Six packages. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm buying, buying the boxes. Cases? Yeah, get the box. Sure. <laughs> Buy the case. <laughs> Just no a doubt about it. Pulls up your in your office. <laughs> Bill does go through it pretty fast. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but well, I love it. He's very delicate. He needs. Yeah, it. I need it. Yeah. I'm not a. De- I could quit anytime I want. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you quit? It's great I, stuff. I'm actually never more than two feet from it. Yeah, oh, it's always in my left pocket, left front pocket there. But I have it stashed in the car and in certain places in the house and office. I do. I, I do have I always have an extra one in my house and an extra one in a trumpet case and one on me because there was once where I was out on out on the road and the one I ran out, the one in my pocket ran out and I didn't have an extra. So now there's always an extra in a trumpet case. Of course, you got to have extra. Yes. You got to have the backup. Yeah. Exactly. You got to have it. Well, anyway, so thanks to Dan for that. And everybody get over to chopsaver.com. Bell is the promo code for 15% off. There you go. And now for someone who needs no promo code. Hey, Brian. <laughs> That's right. Are you no jealous now? Code. Brian doesn't need a promo code. Yeah. Wow. This what do you got awesome. for us? Oh, man, I can't believe we're back already. 
This is great. Okay, so um, this summer, actually every summer except for COVID summers, I go and spend two weeks up in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and uh, as part of this North American Brass Band Summer School, and get to play sort of wall-to-wall cornet. And I sit next to, I feel like such a fanboy. It's such a shame. Um, I sit next to Tom Hutchinson. Well, yeah, of course. Good reason and, to be a fanboy. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's the cat. Yeah. So I was kind of shocked this summer sitting next to him. He's actually better than he was the last time I heard him. It's almost like he's practicing. He's he's been practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's outrageous. But um, we also play, in summer school, we also play as part of the Royal Nova Scotia International Tattoo. And during the tattoo, we have usually some features for the Brass Band Summer School. So um, oftentimes we'll do um, just the coaches for the summer school. We'll do a feature on the floor in one of the blackouts. Um, Tom and I did... um, this this um, post horn gallop one year where we walked around uh, with mics at the end of our bells and did post horn gallop. Um, <laughs> this year, one of the things we did was um, we did a Beatles medley, and Tom played the Penny Lane solo. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Except he he doesn't play the piccolo, <laughs> and so we're in rehearsal. Oh, of comes course, up, he, he's been playing cornet. When he's was a he cornet player? Right. right. And so he played the, in the rehearsal. He played the Penny Lane solo in the right register on his cornet. Oh, on no. His, on his Wick 4. Wow. And, you know, he made every one of those notes and it sounded real good. It was crazy. That's He's crazy. Amazing. So He's I said amazing. to him, I said, are, are you going to do this on the show with your cornet? And he goes, no, I think somebody brought a piccolo that I can I can use. I said, have you played piccolo before? And he said, no. And I said, okay, oh, so, come on. How does he made it this far without playing a piccolo? Totally insane. Um, so we go to the, we go to the dress rehearsal and Tom walks out and he has a piccolo and I look and his wick four oh, cornet no. mouthpiece <laughs> is in the piccolo. Right. Cause that's his mouthpiece. Cause that's what he plays. <laughs> yeah. And he absolutely drilled it. It was great. <laughs> it was just right down the middle. Awesome. And after about, I don't know, a couple of dress rehearsals. I said, you know, it would be easier if you played it on an actual piccolo mouthpiece, which he then got, and then it was even better. <laughs> it wow. was crazy. Just drilled the G's at the end. So the articulation he, was perfect. He's like, I don't understand. This is my mouthpiece. I'm not <laughs> sure. What, I don't understand what you're saying. I'll just put it in this horn and it'll work. <laughs> Works in everything else I do. Right. It well, it does. Nice. It's worked every time I've ever heard him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On stuff that I hate to hear people play, Tom makes it sound beautiful. It was just, it was really fun. And then, of course, I got COVID while I was there. So in in, in, in Canada, oh, it's wow. a hard seven-day quarantine. So I was out for everything. I didn't get to do anything. I didn't oh, any of the man. fun stuff. Yeah. Um, Not cool. Yeah. But it was it was a great trip, and I keep going back. Cause Jason Solomon's up there, and, yeah. and Dave Childs is up there. So the three of them. Excellent. You know, worth going yeah. back. So. Hey, that sounds, like, that sounds right. like a pretty good hang. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, no. See, he faked COVID. That's what it was. He didn't because have he COVID. He just he wanted, wanted to hang. hang out in the room by himself. He went to like, Nova Scotia to stay alone right, in a hotel room. Stay. No, it no, was, it was a, a dorm room. It was a dorm. Oh, that's dorm terrible. Oh, that's man. next level not hanging. Yeah, the dorm room. Yeah. A dorm room in alone a dorm room. in Nova Scotia. When Tom Hutchinson is there. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. That's a commitment. That's no good. Brian's like, I can't go. 
can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't hang. Wow. Yeah. Well, Joey, I don't know how you're going to top that, but oh, I couldn't we, possibly top that. Yeah, uh, of course. Well, it's been a long time, right? So I, I didn't want to talk about yeah. summer. I think the last time we got together uh, for a podcast was right before ITG. Oh, yes. That's right. So we yeah. haven't talked about ITG. No, that's right, because the last episode dropped while we were there. Exactly. Right? So, you know, there's some good highlights over the summer. Um, I, you know, I, I did a lot at ITG, which was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of stuff, and I'm going to come back to that. I also got to play with the Pittsburgh Symphony a couple of times. I was there <laughs> the day that they announced a Byron Stripling's contract is going to be extended. They came out and told oh, the yeah. orchestra they're going to do that. And the orchestra, of course, already loves him. That was very cool to be there and watch. Like, oh, yeah, they love it. They love him because he's amazing. Um, I was back up at Birch Creek, which was great to be back in person, full camp, you know, full concerts going again, which is so much barn. fun to teach up there. Uh, in the barn, you have big band in the barn. There's nothing like it. And then I did go out to Columbus, Ohio, and play one night with the Columbus Jazz Orchestra as well, uh, do some things they were, I think, helping fill in during the end of the summer. So really a lot of great stuff. But none better than this. Saturday night, International Trumpet Guild, there were some issues with sound and reinforcement and some electronic stuff that wasn't quite in place for Ole Edvard Antonsen's group. So they delayed the start of the concert. Now, he was playing the first half, and I was on a big band playing the second half. So I just walked in to see what was going on as everybody's being held outside. And there's Ole standing right on the front of the stage. And we had been introduced during the week, but we don't really know each other, you know? And right. you we know talk him, about, but he doesn't know you. Exactly. So talk about <laughs> fanboy stuff. It's like, this is Ole. He's, you know, yeah. he's a cat. So I just walk up. He's standing on the front of the stage. Hey. How's everything gone? And he tells me, well, there are problems with this and problems with this. So we're waiting to get this sorted out. And he's very easygoing, low-key about it. So I look up and say, uh, so what do you got there? And there are four horns up on the stage. Oh, yeah. And we hung. And now that's oh, it. Man. And he's now talking about, best oh, friends. let me show you this. Let me show you this. And then he tells me the story about how, like, Bud Herseth, his family came from where Ole lives. And so the sea trumpet that he has but hers had picked out for him and sent to him. Oh, He's like, oh yeah. And he hands it to me, check this out. I'm like, this is the greatest story I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> right. he wow. says, oh yeah, and I'm playing some flugelhorn, but I've got this mouthpiece, but let me show you this. Cause I'm looking for this kind of sound, total trumpet geek hang for about you... 40 minutes, standing on the front of the <laughs> stage, just waiting for stuff to happen. I think you're saying you gave Ole Edward Antonson a lesson. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm saying not, not even close. <laughs> what I'm saying is I just went up and said, hey, how's everything going? And we had like like a, like a 40 minute trumpet geek hang. It was hysterical. the highlight okay, of ITG for me. And I got to play five times, including right. on that concert. But literally just getting like that hang one on one. Hanging, talking, showing me his horns, checking out the mouth. He's just talking through his stuff and saying what he's doing and how stuff's going back, what he's doing back home and what he's been up to. I'm like, this is the greatest thing. The, the delay so cool. where everybody's outside wondering why can't there be a concert was the best part for me. It was really just an amazing opportunity <laughs> because... that never, ever really gets to happen. Because Joey's distracting Ole. That's why yeah. there can't be a concert. <laughs> exactly. Now, here, here's the question. Is he in your contacts? 
kind of. He, oh. he did, yeah, yeah. You um, have his number. <laughs> I will yeah. say this: he did. He did friend me on Facebook the next day. I sent oh you guys a picture. God. Like, hey, look at that! Wow. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it was very well, cool. For it your very, sake, it was, it was very cool. For your sake, I hope he doesn't find out about the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm gushing and this is embarrassing. Unfriend you in a second, but it was it was just very cool because you never get that kind of opportunity. You know, there's always too much stuff, and just like it was a very cool hang. That's great. Did you ask him to play Napoli for you? (laughs) That was the other funny part. Is I think a lot of people were expecting. Well, I'm going to hear like cornet solo Ole Edvard Anderson, and he has his own his own group and is doing original music with this group that was really spectacular, playing and really fun, enjoyable, great music, which I thought was amazing. Because when I want to bring somebody world class, I want to hear what they want to play. You know, this is always the frustration. Like. If we're going to bring in a world-class solos with an orchestra, they're like, okay, and you'll play the Haydn, right? And I'm like, yeah, listen, I'll go hear any world-class treble player, but I want to hear what they would choose. And that was the other great part of that. This is what Ole's actually choosing to do. And we got to see that live, which was really very cool to hear. Yeah, that's that's amazing, right? That's like, that is a brush with greatness. That was really, it was really a cool, it was a cool thing. And, All right, so Bill, what do you got? What do you got for crazy. The show was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've heard great. I was I was gone by then, but uh, yeah. something about one of my children graduating. But I heard the show was great. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Uh so my warming up is this. I just wanted to share that you know after the summer and being off and coming back and have all these meetings and everything, I love teaching the trumpet. <laughs> That's my newsflash. Like I found myself back in it again, like last week and this week, kind of going, yes, like I well, love well, this. Well, whoa, whoa. Now you're in your second week of school, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, I'm in my second week of school. Brian, right. where are you? Where are you? Not close. You're not I, even there yet. I, well, I'm not teaching yet. Yeah, right. but he'll be te- he'll be teaching until the fourth of July. The day that this drops, <laughs> the day that this drops, I, I start teaching. That's your again. first day. Wow, yeah. slacker. Yeah, unbelievable, lollygagger. Lollygagger. That's right. Exactly. So I was reminded, you know, just at every turn, like, because I had a bunch of meetings and stuff, and I'm kind of thinking, oh, we're back, summer's over, and all that. And then you just start teaching again, and you're like, yeah, I love this. This is great. But there was, of course, there's always one defining moment, like, right? You're always kind of aware sure. this is going to happen. And I asked this student to do something a very specific way. And she looked at me and said, why? <laughs> And then caught herself. That's a, by the way, a reasonable question. Right. And <laughs> caught, caught, I could see that she caught herself and went, like, was ready to apologize. And I said, oh, no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. You don't apologize. Let's go. No, that's a good I question. I love this question. Why, why is always a reasonable question? Yeah. And I was like, you are not apologizing for that. This is where we're going to get something done. And this is why. And then we, we went all in. Yeah. So I don't want to throw the student. I don't want to you know, give her. Let's just say, I don't know. Let's call her Jasmine. Okay. For, as that? an example. As an example. Sure. But it was this really great moment. I could New see Jersey where she was Jasmine. like, oh, what have I done? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's the way it works here. It was quick as anything. Why? <laughs> you yeah. can take the girl out of New Jersey. That's all I'm saying. But, but, exactly. Uh... <laughs> and then I had another student today. It's another new student. And I was like, man, what is, I got to make this, help make this connection for her. Oh, I know. I'll use one of Joey's connectivity studies, mm-hmm. right? So I find the thing, I flip it over and I show it to her. And of course it says, it's got Joey, Joey, it just says the more Joey's name in the corner, but it doesn't have his last name, it just says Joey. And she said, oh, I said, this is my friend Joey wrote this. And she goes, 
your friend Joey, is that is that your friend Joey from the podcast? <laughs> this is a brand yes. new student. And I was like, yes. oh, oh, you know about the, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Maybe we have more than six listeners. I think, might, we, I think we might be in double digits. It's quite wow. possible. Yeah. It's quite possible. All right, boys. Well, listen, to commemorate the start of season three, it seemed only right that we should play a round of Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, no. Joey, we just start out in the basement. Oh, no, you're not ready. We're not ready. Are you ready for, up from here? You ready for the categories? Not yet. Okay. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> First category, F words. Me, <laughs> sorry. Musical <laughs> terms that start with a letter F. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the color blue. Famous tunes that have blue in the title. This is going to be easy. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Category, this is a trap. It's not a trap. Category number three. That's too high coup for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Category four. Crotchets and quavers. Hold on. These, I object. These are, these are British terms that anyone should know. Oh, and by the Joey's way, going to be in trouble on that one. No shot. I have no shot at that. By the way, just to say, that's too high. Coup for you is about famous band leaders. So let's see it balances out because Brian's not going to get any of those right. Well, they could be British brass band band leaders. Oh, I guess they could be. I didn't specify, did I? No, no. you didn't. You're trying to trap me twice. Right. Then crotchets and quavers. Not so fast terms. there. <laughs> no, and then finally duets. That's before and after combinations of famous names. And Joey, I'm sure that you won the last round, or at least hey, think you did. Wait, so are you sure? I definitely believe I won the last round. <laughs> so. Joey's mind, he won the last round. That's correct. Wait, wait, it's all been of, a year. I have to find my buzzer. All of our listeners, oh, get wait. ready. Okay, I don't have my get, buzzer either. Get your buzzers ready or get ready to scream at the phone when these idiots don't know. And that'll be very <laughs> soon. to these questions. Hold on a second. Oh, there's Brian. I'm there. You know, my wife calls us the three idiots, right? Yes. All right, so Joey, I'm pretty sure that you think you won, and that's good enough for me. So, where do you want to start? I that's think we're. Sta guess. I think there's nowhere else to start but F words for one. <laughs> F words for one hundred. Okay, here we go. This is the marking that signifies the end of any piece of music. Joey, fine. Of course. What is what is fine? What is fine? Thank you. There we go. Brian, that was pretty close. You were actually was, pretty close. I was on close that. to that. Yeah, you really were. All, All right. right. Let's go F words for two. F words for 200. This music notation software, while really irritating, Joey. What is finale? Finale is the right answer. Wow. All right. F words for three. 300 F words. This instrument was referred to by Brahms as the tin viola. What is the French horn? No. <laughs> 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 I had to go there. I didn't know what it was. It was just too funny. Yeah. Brian. What is the, what is the flugelhorn? That's right, Brian, the flugelhorn. <laughs> I think French horn's funnier. <laughs> On a it funny. podcast, it's really funny. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, okay, uh, let's do F words for four. F words for 400. The nationality of composer Marcel Bitch. Joey. What is French? French. Yes. Let's Brian, go ahead and finish off F-words for five. Brian, I right. still hear your ringer. 
Yeah, you can't I'm just good. sit there and play it the whole time. <laughs> All right, F words for 500. Vuelta del... Wow. Joey? What is fuego? Fuego. <laughs> the ride of fire. Okay, that was fine. We were okay in that, that category. And yeah, fuego. We, I, I knew we'd do well in F words. That's why I started Well, there. yeah, that's over the plate for you guys. <laughs> he only used one of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm curious as to this uh, color blue. Let's go color blue uh, for one. The color blue for 100. A jazz tune in 3-4 time by Miles Davis. Oh, uh, da, 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 da. you're Sorry. singing it. If I can sing it, does that matter? You can yes. sing it. Why am I so bad with titles? <laughs> wow, this is how bad I am with titles. I'm, titles uh, and names. Hold on. <laughs> uh, the president just threw his phone. Oh, he just no, ran I, off the I road. Can, I can play it. I can tell you what King had said. I can't think of the title. Well, Hold. Pick your uh, horn up and play it. I'll give uh, you credit for that. Pick you give me your, credit if I play it? Pick up your French horn and play it. I'll give you credit for it. <laughs> I've got a I've got an alto flugel horn that'll serve as a French horn. Does that count? Works perfectly. <laughs> Whatever. Oh I miss enough notes. I think I don't know. I think if you could play it, I'd give you credit for it. Hold on. He's gonna do it. I didn't specify what octave. Sure. <laughs> Yes? You are correct. Yes. Yeah. That is all blues, and we'll give you credit for that. I'll take it. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Can you hear? Good there we go. Joey. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Pretty okay. Good. Yeah, I, I, that's how bad I am with titles. But, mm -hmm. uh, James, you can kick my butt later. Uh, let's yeah. go uh, Let's go. He's the already, color blue for two. James is already texting me, and this doesn't even air till next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it is. Totally. <laughs> color blue for 200. Classic and autobiographical blues written by Thelonious Monk. Class, say that again. Got me. A classic and autobiographical blues written by Thelonious Monk. I can tell you oh, his middle name. Why don't I know the so titles? I have no titles. I got nothing. Sphere has nothing to do with this title. <laughs> there it is. I got nothing. Autobiographical. Blue Monk. Blue Monk. What is Blue yeah. Monk? Well, yeah, named it after himself, yeah. There we go. All right, I'll yeah. take Blue Monk. All right, All right wow. let's go uh, the color blue for three. Color blue for 300. George Gershwin wrote this masterwork to feature the piano. Brian. What is Rhapsody in blue? That is correct. Brian out of nowhere. Brian, oh, for, four, for from 400. From downtown. Color blue for 400. <laughs> if you had to pick one jazz record to have in your collection... The silence is deafening. <laughs> Brian? What is kind of blue? Kind of there blue, yeah. George is going to be so proud of you. There you go. Oh, You're yeah, doing good work. On. James Moore is now unconscious at his desk. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, he's canceled all meetings for <laughs> the rest of the day. I can't go on. I believe West Virginia Wesleyan just closed. <laughs> <laughs> they went remote for the semester. Like, I'm out. <laughs> That's it. We're done here. Yeah. I have work awesome. to do somewhere else. Uh, okay, uh, for 500. Color blue for 500. John Coltrane is known for lots of things, including the naming of this mode of transportation. Mode of transportation? <laughs> yeah. What is he talking about? What is a mode of transportation? Would that be... 
What is blue train? Yeah, blue. Look, uh, the category is the color blue. <laughs> and then <laughs> we're not that I smart. I said John Coltrane, <laughs> and then I said mode of transportation. I got there. It took me a second. Yes, it did. <sighs> it's a good Let's thing this isn't timed. Let's get to the good part. Let's get to some, uh, that's too high coup for you. That's too high coup for you. <laughs> for 100, Damn Maynard those. played his book, An Amazing Orchestra, Old Man on the Keys. Whoa. Who is Stan Kenton? Who is Stan Kenton? That's right. Let's go. It's okay, Brian. I'd expect beautiful. you. You can go take a break if you want. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you'll be back for crotchets and quavers. <laughs> seat. <laughs> Give me that's too haiku for you for two. Outstanding. Well done. <laughs> back row politics. Cloudy with a chance of Wayne. West Coast at its best. Who is Gordon Goodwin? That is correct. Brian, I thought you, that's one I thought I you was might close. have it. You yeah. shot. <laughs> let's go I'm for so, let's go for three. Three hundred. That's too high. Coup for you. Three hundred. Driving from the kit with epic rants and tantrums. So much love for sale. Who's Buddy Rich? That's right. <laughs> love for Easy. sale. That's a great chart. Great. Uh, one of the chart. great fills of all time. This is the fill that's on the record before the modulation. He goes, Shum, boom. And there's like two beats rest, and everybody hits yes. the downbeat, and you can't miss. It's no. the best thing ever. Go listen to that. Love for sale, buddy, Rich Pants. Uh, that's too high coup for you for four. Classic big band jazz, Americana with swing, always in the mood. Who is Glenn Miller? Absolutely. So, oh, the Glenn Miller band got back out on the road full time this summer. Yeah. And they needed a little assistance here and there. And one of my students, uh, they called and said, hey, you have anybody? And so one of my undergrads got out, got recorded with them, spent a couple weeks playing oh, with them. Great, awesome. uh, great experience. That's, he had a great time. Great. Yeah, very cool. So very he comes cool. back. He knows the numbers now. Because <laughs> in, the, in the book, in the mood is number right. 18. It's always been 18. The book has been recopied and is pretty and looks good now. But... It's still 18. That's <laughs> so, great. Yeah, it's great. That's fantastic. Let's finish this one off for five. All right, put your thinking caps on, boys. This might, this might catch you off guard. All it's right. already caught us off guard. Another venture, a Cincinnati startup, Homage Von Olin. Who is Dr. Scott Belk? That is right. <laughs> Flying the Circus other Big venture, band. totally. Yeah. He started How about more it? bands than anybody's ever played in. <laughs> another venture, another Cincinnati amazing. startup. <laughs> Here's the thing: all those bands always, always start up and they play great. They do good stuff, and then he's like, right. "Yeah, what if we did and go somewhere else?" This. It's amazing. He gets bored. <laughs> he's amazing. All right, two categories left, gentlemen. What's it going to be? Oh, let's let's go ahead and hit those crotchets and quavers for one. Crotchets and quavers for one. <laughs> I'm 100. ready. I'm go I'm ready. I'm totally right. nailing this category. All right, I'm the all over it. The part of your car you open to realize you forgot your cornet for the gig. Oh, he's Joey. quick. What's the boot? Oh, the there boot. he goes. <laughs> well done. I'm retiring, Cheers, mate. I'm, I'm I'm retiring from this category. Cheers, I'm moving on. Undefeated. Cheers. This is brilliant. Wow. I'll take my oh. one. Uh, let's go. Crotch and squavers for two. I'm feeling very confident. Crotch and squavers for 200. <laughs> there are four of these in a crotchet. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I can hear. 
Joey. What are semi-quavers? That is correct. <laughs> well Brian, done. I can hear Brian. I was laughing so, I was laughing so hard I couldn't, couldn't breathe. I was doing That's the awesome. math. She was doing math. For me, it was a math problem. Uh, no, all I could hear was this folding noise coming from the east. <laughs> it's okay. I couldn't come from with kind of blue. I think that's an equal level of fold. Oh my so gosh, Brian! I was loving watching him come up with that. That was <sighs> all right. Let's okay. keep going. Crotchets and quavers for three. Yeah. I'm, I'm why, killing it. Why wouldn't you? I'm killing it here. All right. If you were to go to the pub and let's say be uh, overserved, you may leave there in this state. <laughs> Brian knows this one. <laughs> from experience what is legless yes you're correct <laughs> legless legless i was gonna say pissed which i know is british for drunk as well would that it have been is. acceptable uh it is but legless is the right answer so i would have still gotten legless it wrong is great yeah legless is, is the way i did not know legless yes i love that term. that's awesome <laughs> brian's legless yeah uh, again okay. okay for 400 mm-hmm uh, here we go. Cratchits and Quavers for 400. Here in the States, we work so hard that we get really tired. But in the UK, one just gets. Brian. Knackered. Knackered is correct. <laughs> I just think you're making things up at this no, point. <laughs> no, I learn all these by reading Ian Colross's Facebook right. posts every day. <laughs> knackered? Yes. Knackered. Totally knackered. Is that with a K? K-N-A-C-K-E-R-E-D. I guess two yeah. K's, but not in a row. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm learning something every day. We're here to serve. All right. It's great. Moving on, I assume. Yes, for 500. Crotchets and quavers for 500. In common time, there can be only one of these per measure. <laughs> In common Brian. time. <laughs> Brian? What is a breve? <laughs> No. no. In common time, there can only be one of these per measure. Four, four bars, only one of them. It's a breve. It's a semi-brev. It's, is it really? Yeah. It's a semi. Yeah, a breve, oh. a brev, or breve, as you're saying, you American, is double whole note. They don't oh, have those in gosh. fish cornet, solo cornet parts. Full. Oh, any tuba player would have gotten that right. That's right. <clears throat> Bass player. <laughs> okay, we're on we're on duets. Sorry, before and player. after. Yes. <laughs> okay, duets for hundred before, before and after. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I mean no. All right. I mean no. But here we go. No shot. Trumpet, blues, and cantabile with a West Virginia twist. Who Joey? is Harry James Moore? Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's the way great. to kick off season three, am I right? And I'm taking that one. I feel good about that one. You yes. should feel good about that. There we Very go. Nicely done. All right, After let's uh, not, let's do not let's being do able some... to call up all blues. Hey yeah. man, I, I got I got two of the crotches and quavers, <laughs> which I would have set the under over under at zero. Yes, that's well done. <laughs> let's uh, go uh, before and after for two. All right, Mr. Mumbles is in Boston for a lesson with this Shires artist turned brass band conductor. Who is Clark Joey? Terry Everson? Wow, all over it. <laughs> Saw that coming a mile away. I feel good about that one. Well all right, done. See, for, see before and you... after for three. Pretty good uh, on this Duets part. for three hundred. We'll see if uh, we'll see how he does with this one, Brian. No shot. The leader of the Funky Bunch takes a run at playing principal in the Met. Leader of the 
Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Now I can't remember. the. I had the wrong principal of the Met. <laughs> What's the other one's last name? Oh, this is so good. No, can we combine it? You want to share this one, Brian? Kraus. Yeah, there it is. It's, um, it's, um, um, no, no, it's not Kraus, not David. Uh, it's David, it's not David Kraus. No, who's Hunter? the other one? Billy Hunter. No, not that's not right Mark either. Gould. Oh, there it is. Got it. It's yeah, it's Marky Mark Gould. There Our it former, is. <laughs> former principal of the Met, of course, principal. but you know. All right. So neither Mark, of us get Marky that. Marky Mark is no. former leader of the Funky Bunch. Well, I, mean, I had Marky Mark, and I just couldn't get to that. So Obviously Marky Mark Gould, we'll, we'll split that one. Neither of us get that. That All was right. a joint effort, but we did get there. Joint oh, effort. So good. All right. For 400 duets, taint what you do when you meet Mel Brooks on Halloween. It's what Frau Blucher might say. That would be who is Snooky Young Frankenstein. Yes. There it is. <laughs> Wow, this is impressive. You're welcome. And of course, <laughs> is what Frau Blucher would always say. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, close it out there. And you know why that's funny, right? Have we talked about this before? Everyone knows this, right? Yeah. Why, when they say Frau Blucher, the horse whinnies. Yeah. Right. Would you know why? Why no, it's super go funny? Go ahead. Blucher is a word for glue. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Duets for 500. Early cornet master. Switched at birth and raised by sarcastic Lipsler family. Whoa, say that again. <laughs> Early wow. cornet master. Early cornet master. Switched at birth and raised by sarcastic Lipsler family. Switched it's the only way I could birth. just think about it. Don't get hung up on the switched at birth. Just combine the early cornet master with sarcastic Lipslers. Somebody I hope Scott I stump you both on this because I did, only you actually want to say it. Yeah. You may have to. You have to. Are you ready? Yeah. We're ready. All right. Hit us with it. Bix Biter Belk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure I'm going to allow that. Oh, no. Wow, you're allowing it. It's allowed. Wow. That's, no, that's not Come okay. on. Wow. I can't believe you didn't get Marky Mark Gould. Shameful. Well, you said principal. You didn't say former principal. That's so I'm right. sitting Wrong. there going, wait, it's, it's, I, I was sitting there. Dave, I was trying to get David Krause's name, but then as soon as you said David, I'm like, oh, wait, it's not David Krause. That's not right. No. So That's right. Brian actually down missed the, semi quavers. Yes, I did. I missed kind of brief, semi brief. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Hey, we're All starting boys. off this season well. <laughs> we're coming in hot. Time for a couple things. So it seems like forever since we have cast a pod together, yet the summer flew by, and it seems like we have did, lots to catch up on. Did you just say cast a pod? Yeah, yes, we cast did. a pod. We're podcasting. I'm going to think about that. Yeah, you could do that. And while we have kicked around a lot of ideas for our first show back, we settled pretty quickly on some parameters, which led to today's topic. <laughs> oh, man. One, let's not waste any time getting after it. B... We wanted our listeners to know that we were coming in hot. And what appears to look like the Greek symbol Omega, we want the trumpet <laughs> world to know that we're back on duty and ready to protect them. And to that end, let's talk about 100 days of practice. <laughs> yes. Let's please. All Can in. we please? All right. Let's, let's start. Can I start? Of, of course. course. Go let's, ahead. Yeah. let's start with this. The original intent of this was one person sharing what she was doing, right? 
Yes. Right. Yes. I have no objection to that. So let's put that out there to start. I have a few objections to that, but you go ahead. My (laughs) objections start much after that when everyone starts co-opting it and then turning it into something that it's not. (laughs) So I sort of think of this much like I think about Outliers, the Malcolm Gladwell book. Yeah. If you've read that book, there's a ton of amazing and great information in there. And what do people say? Oh, that's the 10,000-hour rule, which, by the way, isn't a rule and isn't the main idea of that book in any Joey way. Knows, and Joey knows rules. And I uh, like rules. I'm a big I'm fan. So, I'm so happy right now. So <laughs> what we seem to have happen after this is people adopting, okay, follow me for 100 days of practice to get some attention and onto them about what they're doing. Now, if these are well-known people and, and people that are doing great things in their field, that seems like a pretty good idea. But let's, let's now, now my problems are twofold. One, <laughs> that's not the original idea. And two, invariably, these never actually get me to 100 days of actually practicing. Those are my, those, now, that's only my first problem that is twofold. The second problem is, this just isn't that big of a deal. If you're thinking I'm going to practice for a hundred days, and let's just assume they mean in a row, that that's means a big assumption. I, I, it is in a lot of cases. <laughs> what that really means is you're going to practice for just over three months. Okay, right. what's that going to get you? Then what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this means I'm going to practice every day, almost every day of first semester. Right. Not quite this is not any kind of laudable goal. Now, what if? But what if you took two days off in between the day of practice? But then, then see, you could this, stretch it out. Well, now you're getting to my third problem. <laughs> <laughs> the third problem of day, you know, day seven. Well, I didn't actually practice today. <laughs> Hashtag hundred days of practice. No, <laughs> no. Now, I believe rest. in rest, probably a little less than most people, but I do believe in, in mm-hmm. rest, and there mm-hmm. are absolutely times you should take a day off. But then you do not get to say, I'm doing 100 days in a row, and I'm taking days off. Those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> Those don't count. So you can, you can certainly say, I believe I'm going to take a day off here, and I think that's the right thing to do. You get to do that. You do not get to do that and say 100 days of practice. Nope. Days, yeah. That's it. So those yeah. are my three big problems. Gentlemen, where would you like to go? Well, I, love this. I, I mean, I, the reason I wanted to talk about this, well, there are a couple of reasons, but the main one was that I knew that Joey was going to be so fired up about this. <laughs> that, that was you're really just, my... You're just poking me to start the season. I, I was. Because if you remember, I was like, I sent this in a text and I said, jokingly, <laughs> we could do this, we could do this, or we could talk about 100 days of practice. And you two were like, Oh, in. all in <laughs> immediately. Yes. Option yes. three. And I was like, I was joking. You said I was kind of joking. I said I was kind of joking because <laughs> I was willing to you go. Did not, you did not object. No, not strenuously. No, I strenuously objected. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> Definitely out. Come out. <laughs> Way out. Um, but no, I, I do want to I, I did want to talk about it some because I think it's good to have a plan. Right, we're not saying that. It's good to have some sort of objective or plan. But yeah. they don't have a plan. They're, the pl- the plan is only to practice a hundred days, and maybe in a row. 
but it's not even a plan. Like I'm going to do this for a hundred days. Well, this is the reason I think this way. Yeah. This is why it's not sustainable. Right. I mean, you got to, it's not, you got to commit to a different kind of practice because we've seen it fail every single time. Right. Like we've seen a lot of many times. (laughs) It is amazing how quickly it folds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on day 11. Today's rest day. No. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on day 35. Here's what I did on day 11. I've seen that one too. <laughs> right. Wow. But it's published now. Yeah. Now it's a book. That is correct. One of our good friends yeah. has actually published a book called 100 Days of Practice. Which I would, again, I get like from the onset, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is a commitment. Here's a here's a concept. Let's see where this goes. But then each time. <laughs> not so much. It yeah. is super it's super <clears throat> odd. For for comparison, you you know our good friend Jason Solomon. Um he's on day eighteen hundred and forty eight in a row. Wow. Right? So like he doesn't understand the question either. What do you mean a hundred days? Like it's the same same deal. He practices every single day and has been doing it now for 1,848 days hmm. in a row, without days off. That's right. a lot of days. Yeah. That, yeah. In a row. Yeah. No days no off. off. No days right. off. Keep going. And some of those days are, are obviously more and some of those days are less. Some yeah. of those days you're also performing. Some of those days you're not. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. All of that's reasonable. But the idea, I, I just think the concept is selling itself, is selling yourself short. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think it's sustainable. And this is the thing that we talked about. There are better ways to plan practice and better ways to think about practice, to contextualize it in your life that will allow you to be more successful with it. You know, a serious note, there's a better way to do it, to go about this. Well, right. yeah, not just that, but uh, let, let's say you're going to say 100 days and you really think in 100 days, I want to be able to. That's ah. not how practice works either. Right. It's not a clock where you're saying, well, if I do this 50 times, then I'm going to be good. Like the misinterpretation of the 10,000 hour rule. The idea that, well, if I do this for 100 days, then I'll be good at it. It might take you 37 days. It might take you 190 days. Mm. So the idea of 100 days even being a goal to hit to accomplish something, that's not how goals work either. I'll be able to triple tongue at 150 in 100 days. Right. Yeah. You might be disappointed. Or you, or you might, might have, have and what happens if you hit it early? Then go. you just yeah. quit? Right. Oh, I made it out, it can be done. Apparently. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, yes. <laughs> right. Or not even did. <laughs> yeah. This, Are there uh, any it, redeeming qualities to this, to this quest, this hundred day quest? If somebody's doing it a hundred days in a row, is it can it just be a point of inf- inspiration to try and get somebody to be habitual about practicing? Well, it depends. I mean, mm-hmm. in an ideal world, probably, but in practice, what do we mean by practice? Right. So if I put up there and like play through my C major scale a couple times to make sure I still know it, does that count as a day of practice? Right. Yeah. Like that, you know, really? Mm-hmm. Getting the horn on my face for a minute or two to make sure I check that box. This is what I've been talking to students about to or start this year. It, yeah. 
You know, yeah. uh, this might be a generational difference as we're all old people, not quite as old as Bill, but you know, no. when well, we, who is? When we were growing up, Anywhere if close. we played cards, we actually had physical cards in our hands, right? right? So if you were going to play solitaire, you pulled out a deck of cards and dealt them out. Yes, you did. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you really wanted to make sure and win, you could cheat at solitaire, <laughs> right? right? Now yes. this is the mm-hmm. difference. And I say because now if you're playing this on your uh, on a, on your phone or a digital device, you can't cheat in the same way. You can't just move cards over. But our generation, I watched friends of mine that would cheat at solitaire and I would ask them, "Why are you doing that?" And they're like, "Well, now I won." And I said, "But you know you didn't win. You know you <laughs> cheated and you're Jeez. the only one that's playing." So, <laughs> what really just happened here? And then they would yeah. look at me like I was crazy. But this is really directly <laughs> related to practice. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a practice room yeah, and you're thinking, well, I spent my 30 minutes here, so now it counts as a day of practice. But you know you didn't really get anything done. The mm-hmm. only person in this whole thing that's getting shortchanged is you. And mm-hmm. you're the one that's doing it. Yeah. So the idea of, yeah, but I can put online that 100 days of practice, I did it. I actually think matters to some people, and in some cases, as much as actually doing it is saying that you did it. And right. here is the here is the truth that you need to hear: saying you did it doesn't matter at all. Doing it actually matters. Right. And in the long run, people are going to be able to figure out whether you've actually practiced or not, because then they will notice that you've actually gotten better. Like yeah. when you said, you know, I sat next to Tom this summer, and guess what? As amazing as we've heard him play before, he actually sounds better. Yeah, guess what? That guy practices. <laughs> he practices. It's not surprising to us at all that he is continuing yeah. to get better because he works at it. That's yeah. not yeah. shocking. And it's not limited to a certain amount of days. Uh, Graham Breedlove is one of those guys. Every time over the past 26 years, Graham got to the Blues the same year I started at Messiah. Right. Same year. Team 94. Yes. <laughs> and he's a guy that every time <laughs> every time I've heard him, he is better. Yeah. Over I, his entire career. I've thought this about Randy Brecker. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I remember the first time I heard Randy Brecker uh, live, I think I was in college, and thought, wow, he's amazing. And then a few years later I hear him and he's playing different stuff and playing great and then different Mm -hmm. stuff and great and different stuff every time it's like he just keeps growing as a musician and as a trumpet player like holy moly and i've gotten to meet him and talk to him a few times he he went to iu and the old iu guys are always very generous with their time for people around iu now so you know we'd be able to chat and i've asked him about practicing guess what he practices i'm like of course he does i knew this i figured this out when i was young i knew it you know you meet him and talk to him he's like well yeah you know what i do is (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the this is the story you hear about it. But of course, uh, big, uh, you know, social media presence here. Doc Severinsen does his last public concert in Saratoga, Saratoga yeah, okay. Springs, New okay. York. Right. Let me just, just happens, interrupt you. Right? Does anybody believe that? That he's done? <laughs> yeah. Who believes it? Well, he, he's going to have to be six feet under to be. It, done. I don't believe I would it. say that it struck me as odd because he is the Energizer Bunny. Yeah, I, you know, I, think, I can't he, imagine I think it's going to be like done. a year from now and him going, well, uh, maybe we'll just put something together. I'm not, I'm not done yet. <laughs> exactly. You're out. Yeah. I'm out. But 
the stories you hear about Doc, wherever he was going, right, to be a guest artist and somebody would pick him up, the story is the same. Pick him up. What do you want to do? I want to go to the hall and practice. Right. Like, I need to go play. Yeah. It was all the time. There was this, you know, I need to find a stairwell and I need to just go stand in there and I need to mm-hmm. play. Um, that's not that's not limited by this thing. That is that's a lifelong commitment to doing this thing. And I think that's what that's kind of what we're getting to here. Like if you yeah. really wanna really want to achieve something and really wanna set yourself up to succeed, you're not gonna limit it to a certain amount of days. I right. was over today playing trios with George Rabbi and Bob Early over Ding at George George's church. Ding. Ding. It was so cool. It's it's the second week I've done it. They've been playing duets together for a while. Um and uh, went over to play and we're playing these trios and it's really cool and we're talking about playing and they start talking about practicing you know Bob's retired from the orchestra George is retired from teaching here he's still playing in the pops still freelancing and they start talking about Schlossberg George pulls out the Schlossberg book they're talking about specific exercises how they play it when they play it in their routine I do this one and then I do this one then I go back to this one I do this one louder I do this one soft I do this one articulated I do this one in one breath in the Schlossberg book, these guys have been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, well, that, think of this like a diet, right? So there are people that are like, you know what I really need to do? I need to lose 20 pounds. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stop eating after, you know, 6 p.m. and until I lose 20 pounds. And then what happens? They lose their 20 pounds. And they go right back to the way they were. What happens? Right, right back on. Right back yeah, on. Of course. So you could say, more. like, all right, I'm going to practice for 100 days. And at that 100 days going, okay, well, now I'm good. So I guess I can stop. Yeah. <laughs> guess what's going to happen? Then you just get worse again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to build it in. It's got to just become a right. – it's got to become it, a thing. It's a lifestyle. Like but it is. I mean, it, it is no, oh, a it thing. Is. Is a, it thing is. is a good the, idea. The but you got to make a commitment yeah. there. You are either You are either getting better or you are getting worse. If you are not practicing, you are getting worse. If you're yeah. practicing, you might be getting better. If you're really smart about how you're practicing, you will get better. Yeah. It's your only shot. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You know, from the onset, again, sounds like a great idea, but what about the other 265 days? And what about, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, we, and I don't know that we've seen anyone finish it. And I we're talking t- about not only finishing that, but what about the other 265 days? Yeah, they finished 100, and then what? I guess you just stop practicing. Well, if they finish them. But again, if you yeah. spread the 100 out, you can make it. Right. No if it's problem. 100 days of practice, eventually, right. <laughs> then you'll probably but, get it. I mean, remember, this was a Jeopardy category right before we left for the summer. That's right. How many days does it take <laughs> to do 100 days of practice? <laughs> Can't be done. <laughs> Can't be done. <laughs> it can't be done. Yeah, just, I don't know. Not to say that this is this, like we had a, you know, we did an episode on this a long time ago about, you know, snake oil, you know. And, uh, you know, high notes yeah. of snake oil and whatever else we called that. But uh, but I think, you know, there's just you can't buy into this thing like you're saying and assume that it's going to make you better because it's got to be it's got to be different than that. It's got to be part of the part of the fabric. Right. Right. Not you got to make the commitment thing. and the commitment is going to take longer than 100 days. Yeah. Every no time. Doubt. It's Every a lifestyle time. Yeah. The lifestyle comment that you made, Joey, and Brian just said, that's the thing. That's what the thing is. Right. Yeah. That is your commitment to practicing every day. Right. You know, and and making it make just making it a part of who you are, which is the which is the only way it's gonna work. It is the only way it's gonna work. All right, boys, time for no offense. Look, if you think anything will replace thoughtful, fundamental practicing, 
to achieve your goals, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, say that again. I can't just phone it in. But, but what, if, what if I just think of an arbitrary number and commit to that? To commit to the number. I could do that, right? Right. And no then I'll be good. Within the number, just the number itself. Right. Yeah, just the number. Right. If I just say, like, why 100? Why not seven days of practice? But what if I posted <laughs> pictures of my horn for 100 days in a row on Instagram? Would yeah. I get better? What yeah. if just what if I say I'm going to practice for seven days in a row? Won't that make me better? <laughs> well, it might. Depends on what you're practicing. Maybe. Yeah. But then I'll be done. Then I can stop. Why a hundred? You can. Let's just do seven. <laughs> Some people is... only made it to seven. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're so dark on this. <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> When, it is frustrating. When, when students are looking online and they see a lot of this and think, well, maybe that's a thing, I think they're setting the bar too low. And then you're going to get that bar and go, well, wait, I, I achieved what I set out to do. How come I'm not good yet? Right. And that's a real problem. Well, here's this is what ultimately convinced me like this was going to be okay. There are a couple things. One, um, that I, I knew that like our listeners kind of get who we are and they would think that this is okay. But secondly, I thought maybe this is the thing that might spark that honest, truthful conversation that we always say is missing in the trumpet world. Oh, yes. And that some studio teachers now might might not be afraid within the next week or so to go in and just with their studios and just level with them and say, look, this, this isn't going to get it done. Let's, let's talk openly and honestly about what really works and how you should be practicing. Yeah, because we we do this, right? I mean, this is a thing we've danced around this subject a lot, actually, on the podcast. Like, do we really say this? I mean, Brian has said more stuff about terrible things about people on here All than either in. one of us, Joey. I know oh. Brian's the best. When's our next? I, when's our next? When's rated our next podcast? Overrated, <laughs> under, over, or properly rated? Oh, we got to get that loaded up. Look, I know the double C video that we posted of you was tremendous, but I think just the looks on our face when Brian came in on the overrated loaded. segment just loaded for bear, ready to yeah. go. We Guns were both blazing. like, <gasps> I, I was all find, in. Come on. I need to get a screenshot of our reaction. <laughs> that was fantastic. When he did that. But we, I think we're, we're working toward that, right? We're, we're having a good time with this, obviously, making fun of it. But we are trying to, we're trying to advance the conversation to, to talk truthfully about these things because ultimately they can get in the way. It they is absolutely important. can get in absolutely. the way. That's why, we're, that's why we're complaining about this and that's why, that's why it drives we're digging me crazy. Yeah. yeah. And to everyone, we're back. <laughs> welcome back for season three welcome back well listen that should about do it for today stay tuned tell your friends and neighbors and welcome back so long for now remember to keep an open mind but more importantly an open bell Many thanks to our amazing staff who have joined us again for season three brass band consultants Isa Mimer Karen's assistant Amanda Bimahorn Brian's assistant, Anita Nusi. Joey's assistant, Bruce Machops. Trumpet acquisitions, Phil A. Messina. Mouthpiece tester, Kenny Dewitt. Jazz editor, Emerson Changes. And the WTF wellness consultant, Hans Off. <laughs>